Hey, fighting is difficult when you're near the cage because you, and we did say this after mm-hmm. the whatever the Khabib Nurmi got off. We were like, you know, fighting not always safer from outside the cage. <laughs> easier. E- easier, again, was our point. But, you know, the show modicum getting put to a test and now being suspended. Fighting is difficult when you're suspended outside of the cage, which means it's time for Verbal Tap. I am your host, Kevin. With me, of course, Raph Esparza. Raph, how was the Zona? How's the Zona? Zones? It's very interesting. Um, I feel like I'm perpetually in the movie Cars, but I'm not a car. Well, so you just look around at all the mountains and you go, "Oh, that's beautiful." Is it cold? Why is it cold? You'd be one fucking awesome narrator of a car, though. What would your yeah. car be? I don't know. Something blue and sleek, and also like not as old as Paul Newman's car, okay. but up there, you know. Like I always tell people whenever I'm describing my jujitsu and they go, well, how would you describe it? I go, think of like, you know, when you can get those really good new model cars and they go, yeah. And I go, I'm not that. In fact, I'm like the reliable car that gets you basically to and from work. But if people go, can you drive that to like Vegas? You go, no, no, no. We got to get some other car. That's mm -mm." So there's a lot of that that's happening. Anyway, Kev, I told you briefly, but I didn't tell you what the breaking news was, but we do have breaking news. Uh, this is the most excited I've been in 2019. <laughs> you should be because I think more you so than the grapplies. And I'm still <laughs> in a haze because I got the shit kicked out of me at Jubera's. And I'm going to talk okay. about that at some point, Raph. I have some demons. Yep. Co started it. And I don't like what he started. Uh, I didn't no. like what he started. It's like when you get hit by the person at dodgeball and then everyone else is like oh that person's a sucker that's what happened it wasn't cool same person that threw an outright hissy fit when a foot of snow fell and we couldn't train it was like i saw him on facebook is anyone have a gym going crackheads rap (laughs) jujitsu okay Here's here's what I have for you, and this is why you're going to be entertained by this. I want to see. Let me know if you can hear this. Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. What's up, everyone? I'm here at Ten Planet Van Nuys. I got my witness Pasha over here. Uh, Raph Spars is nowhere to be found. Obviously, ducking me per usual. Whoa! So message uh, challenging Raph Spars to a no time limit in the gi submission only match. All right. Let's hear for Raph. Uh, accepts this challenge or if he's going to decline because he's scared per usual. So, Raph, if you're hearing me, no time limit in the geese submission. Okay, so... I have advice. I think you should decline. That person (laughs) sounds in shape. Did they say no time limit in the geese? Yeah. Raph! (laughs) (laughs) Whoever that is from Van Nuys, I I wouldn't do it. That's just my... Those are my instincts. There is a poll that says, is Raph ducking me? <laughs> One is he's scared. The other is no. Well, I'm going to vote no. There's <laughs> nice. only 8% there that has done. <laughs> there you go. Uh, fans of Verbal Tap, if you could get on this poll and vote no, Raph okay. would appreciate it. But five stars first. Like, don't <laughs> don't get your priorities Here's skewed. what I decided I was going to do. I decided I was going to respond on air. Okay. So here's what I'm doing. I'm I'm pressing record on my Instagram right now, and I'm going to record this. Nice. So here we go. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm not at Van Nuys right now. This is Raph, not Milton. And uh, um, I'm challenging um Raph 
No, I'm Raph. Sorry, I'm speaking like Milton was in challenging me. Um, uh, I don't. Yeah, so I'm um, Matt Van Eyes. I hope you guys know I covered that. Uh, and to get to my point, yeah, I'll do it. Whatever. That was inspired. Crap! <laughs> I'll do okay. it. Whatever. Is that where you? Because it's just you know, it's more the the I like. Uh, feature that I make as I'm doing it is like staring at him and saying you idiot Um, I like that you did you stuttered through your own call out of me how do you do that you're the fighter dude well and I do love the no time limit gi I was was not expecting that normally that's a no gi move love it power move (laughs) the nice part is is like both he and I agree uh, and there's been this long thing where he hasn't been able to catch me. And by all means, he should probably catch me in a number of things. But it's actually started to bother him, I think. Which tells me, Kev, I've already won. You have not only won. You're definitely sight gaming him. The fact that he felt like he should call you out. It's like, hey, I want to do a rap battle on whatever that show is. Um, someone tell who, who is it? Uh, Blake Bortles. I'm going to kick his ass. Like it's one thing for me <laughs> as someone in the entertainment industry to go after a quarterback. Uh, we'll go call it. But I like the fighter coming at you with a no gi time limit. Gi. It's just genius. So I here's want. the thing I like about it is, um, if you're watching this on Instagram story, I'm on air right now. So that's how I saw this challenge was made. Um, I accept it. I think this is great. I am all about that. The thing is, is like Milton shows up to one gi class and then thinks that he should be challenging people. And now he has a poll, which by the way, on, on his site, I'm not doing very well. And, uh, maybe I'll make my own poll Milton and we'll see whatever you fought a kid. Maybe that's the thing we need to bring up. So I was on a flight on my way to Arizona and I don't know if you've seen I've, – I've showed you that video of that guy who challenges a baby to a fight essentially. Um, there's no, a, there's a viral video of this guy. That's not – I goes, thought – this obviously isn't the Will Ferrell when he's dealing with Pearl. No, 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 not Pearl. As that guy, which is what threw me off. But it's from the real bros of Simi Valley and it's this guy who goes uh, – he's like, hey, man. Um, why is your baby looking at me like that? Why is he staring? And they go, it's a one-year-old child. It's like, I think your baby wants to throw baby hands at me. Well, let's do this. I'm going to fight your kid. And he comes over and they break it up and they're like, no, no. Oh, my God. So they pull it apart and it's him saying he wants to fight a child. And I jokingly said a long time ago, I go, you know what? Milton is this guy after one IPA. Like he is that guy. It's like a fight your kid, man. Lo and behold – at uh on the flight the last thing i see with my reception is milton like at van nuys's open mat looking at a kid picking him up and slamming him to the ground and i go that kid is like two years old one years old at most milton is literally fighting with a kid told you guys did he beat the kid um, I think the kid me, had a more I don't people, uh, people know, I think, beat could take a different context. Excuse me. Fair. Was he the was he victorious over the child? I think the ref stopped it early. 
because the child was winning. Like that's my fear, ref. It's always <laughs> so like the child uh, was underneath, and they didn't really let him work his way out of they it. They call fourteen-year-olds anyway. children, but Jubera's got a few that's like doesn't count. So Milton has already cried laughing at my response back because I think he understands how stupid he sounded. So I think we're into that. So that's the breaking news I have for you. So he and I are probably going to – here's the worst part, Kev. That's going to be like a 25-minute roll. At least. I mean, yeah. you have good defense, but that really comes back to haunt you around minute 32. Yeah, well, like, you God know, Kev, damn it. Kev, you're at somebody who – this is the the hard part. You know, he's on a better year of now, almost two years of never submitting me. And it makes me think, like, what advice do you have for him? On challenging you? Yeah. No, I mean, just in general, just to, you can do your thing. I don't. I, Kevin and I have been in a room together and tried to beat the living shit out of each other. Well, what? Like four days straight. And it didn't happen. He's picked the right medium. Get him in the gi. There's more unknowns. It's harder angles to cover. So already out to a smashing start. Two, the social media angle of it, I like. I like anytime you can like up the antics with Raph to where people might actually see it. Three, I really suggest you get a string of tricky submissions that you do not air on social media because Raph <laughs> is watching. He's like... Yeah. He's genuinely like that Will Smith movie in the late 90s where everybody's spying on him, but I forget the exact name. <laughs> IMDb Will Smith. Everybody on the podcast, do not leave. But Raph is watching that, so he's going to see all that. So I think it's important that you come up with some surprise submissions, but you're going to need some things that break through the normal base penetration. That got weird toward the end, but all right, there's there's the advice. Now, Kevin, what's your advice for me? The original advice you gave was run, and I clearly didn't do that. I 100% my, I like my original advice, which is don't <laughs> take that challenge. Are you joking? <laughs> there was, but that's just my general fight or flight instincts sure. taking over the only thing that makes me mad about it is is that like i just got back from a weekend full of drinking so zona yeah like, enemy no. of the state is the name of the movie <laughs> if you're not familiar <laughs> it is a real <laughs> overture of what big brother can do so i like the fact that uh, you know i get to that point where i go man i better get back at training Oof. all right Let's let's get back to training, Raph. And then all of a sudden I see this and I go, oh, well, we're going to air. We'll discuss this. You do uh, have a particular niche. Do you mind me asking before we get into why you've been called sure. out? Will you be wearing North South Jiu Jitsu underwear? Absolutely. See, our man knows a few things about preparation. One of the things he knows is this is me quoting Ja Rule from Fast and the Furious, the first one. Oh, oh, oh North I Ja Rule from the Fire documentary. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, it should have been that. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm just not topical. Kevin, do me a favor. Ask me about fraud. Uh, what's fraud? I don't know, but we didn't do it. That's at this at best. This was mild misleading. It's like, well, the, yeah, but the legal <laughs> definition for mild misleading. That's not how I see it. How I see it is, you know, we just it was bad marketing or advertising or false 
Marketing, advertising. Yeah, that's fraud. And what else is fraud is the fact mm. that free shipping on orders <laughs> over $80 in the U.S. and Canada. NorthSouthJiuJitsu.com. Run, don't walk to the website right now and get your products. Don't forget to head on over to ProvenNutrition.com. Get some of that core. Get some of that citrulline. Get some of that D-double-O, especially if you know what it means. All of their products made from 100% natural ingredients backed by nutritional science packaging. Completely biodegradable. You are going to come for the packaging. You're going to stay for the amazing taste and good nutrition. ProvenNutrition.com. Raph, what do we got this week? I, I, somebody asked me, hey, what are you talking about on the podcast? <laughs> and I started laughing and then proceeded to be like, what are we talking about on the podcast? <laughs> There's been no MMA fights that I'm aware of. And you already surprised me with one in the pre-show rep. You were like, I've got the news on Bellator. I was like, oh, what? <laughs> the, the news on Lovato didn't fight, right? No, he did not. Uh, Khabib and McGregor got suspended, but what? What are we talking about? Okay, okay. You, you threw a lot at me, so why don't we start by saying uh, the other big important news of the day, apparently, is that uh, Khabib and Connor were handed their sentencing or their fines for their whole melee at their uh, end of their fight. Uh, would you like to ask me how much Khabib is being fined? Honestly, how much is it? I actually didn't even see that there was a fine associated. So Khabib was given a five hundred thousand uh, dollar. This is like little 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 check, if you would, or a little little bill like or invoice. Ticket. Like, uh, hey, you parked in the front row on Dylan Danis' face. Here's a ticket. Yeah, so that's what he got. However, he also has to do a couple other things, but I'll tell you what those couple other things are in a second. Ask me how much Conor McGregor got fined. Hold on. How many moving ladders did Conor McGregor get fined? That's, you know what? Hold on. I accept this challenge. This is all I'm saying yesterday. So... Let me find out what the cost of a ladder is. Cost of a ladder. Whoa! Ladders are expensive, dude. A Warner 32-foot aluminum is $288. Is that true? Do you buy ladders? I don't. It's been a while. <laughs> never, well, never a movie ladder. Let me get on Amazon see if I can find a deal. Okay, that's fine. Well, while you do that, I'll tell you how many ladders... Um, a hundred and seventy-four round up ladders worth. Damn. So, <clears throat> I know that you don't do great math very quickly, but I'm just gonna give you the spoiler. It was fifty thousand dollars. Standard moving dolly, sixty bucks. Just oh well, don't don't. I found a seventy-eight dollar one. I didn't go to Amazon. I went to Google. Because I was going to do it like the average person would. I'm trying to be helpful here. Well, I also said the size, which I was like, who has a house like that? Eh, you know. <laughs> but, Kev, $50,000 versus $500,000. <laughs> now, the beautiful caveat, the thing that made me actually just put LOL on our status when I found out what the, it, the whole thing was. 
Uh, Khabib receives a nine-month suspension and a $500,000 fine. His suspension can be reduced to six months with an anti-bullying PSA. The suspension is retroactive to October 6th. So if you're doing that math, November, December, uh, wait, what is it? Yeah, November, December, January, February, March, April. He could be back in April if he just says, uh, I'm real sorry. Hey, you kids, don't, don't bully and we had one person who said, wait, Conor McGregor was cyberbullying him and now he has to do an anti-bullying PSA? That doesn't seem fair. Which, not a bad observation, if not grossly uh, misleading onto what Khabib did afterwards. So, oops. $500,000 is not a little bit of money. A lot of money. That's a Russian winner or whatever. That's a lot of money. And... Anti-bullying? What's Connor's suspension? Do you have that? Well, no, because once I said he got $50,000, the internet decided, well, that's not fair. And I said, dude, Khabib was about to stomp on a a dude. And apparently, you know, Dylan Dennis was posted by our good friends at BJJ World. So they basically take whatever the news is or the tweets are, more tweets than what I would call necessarily news, but they reframe those so that you can read them from their site. So if you don't want to go say follow Dylan Dennis and who does, um, you can just read this site and they'll recap the tweets and whatnot. You know, it's modern journalism. So what they did was heard of it. they basically said, Dylan Dennis goes, Oh, um, the reason I haven't been fighting is because um, of the whole, Khabib Connor after fight, um, in case you were asking. <laughs> and I responded on that BJJ World post. Literally nobody was asking. There was not zero people were worried about your MMA career. <laughs> not two people felt like your MMA career was jeopardized. Oh, and, don't change, Dylan. Uh well, the best part was I think about sixty people liked that part. And we had one person uh, you know, like we had Gordon and a whole bunch of other people who were laughing and, and sent notes being like, oh, shit, Raph. But there was one guy who decided to try and roast us who just goes edgy material. And I was like, you too? I don't dog. Shut up, dude. Like, are you a Dylan guy? Because. Ugh, woof. All right. So that's what's happening. Apparently today, Dylan didn't get brought up in this whole uh thing so when he said that he was waiting for this hearing and they didn't bring him up i don't know what that means for him but i'm all in favor of it if we continue not seeing him fight i do wonder he's starting to lose the versus gary tone and argument here because gary's fought three asians yes and i understand that he's fighting at one fc and this is bellator so how is one supposed to get multiple fights in a year but we're yeah, Dylan. Like you're not fighting AJ at Polaris. You're not swinging through Kasai. You weren't even on a team, and this is sad. At any of the quintets. So, I mean, you fought. It was great. It was a while ago. Yeah. Come on. There's. So maybe this is a good time to segue into. Bellator 214. April 28th, Raph. 
<laughs> yeah. April 28, 2018 is when he fought. Ooh, he can do a Cinco de Mayo fight. Oh, well, I mean, maybe. But this see, that's that's a lot of in-between time for someone still trying to get reps. But could you imagine what the Khabib PSA is going to sound like, Kev? <laughs> for anti-bullying? Mm-hmm. Do not bully people unless you feel like maybe they've pushed you to a limit where you think you need to bully them. In which case, bullying is not cool, but you got to do what you got to do. So just tell them they fucking suck. Hey, other children, um, bullying is very bad. Never bully. However, there are exceptions. Number one is real bullshit. Number two, are you in a cage? Bully them back. Uh, number three, if you feel you can get mad hops in air and come down very hard on people, very possible. Number four, feel very bad. Number five, uh, literally, Khabib, this isn't working. Can we just write out the script for you? No, Khabib, only ad lib. <laughs> All right, Khabib. Well, we're going to be here a while, I think. You're kind of not helping us with this point. So, yes, Kev, the reason I say Bellator 214. So, hey, Dylan. Bellator hmm. 214. Yeah, go ahead. Dylan was, again, finding his way into the conversation over the weekend. Now, granted, he is a Bellator fighter, so there is a little bit of, you know, something that can happen there. But, Kev, he had something to say about AJ August Arm's fight. What fight? AJ August Arm fought in MMA. He made his debut over the weekend at Bellator. At the Bader one? Yeah. Oh shit! Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, he lost. He, <laughs> he lost. Yeah. It looks like <laughs> that made me like. I like the idea of it. Like, whoa! Oh uh, shit! How did I? Oh, he lost. Damn it! Uh oh, what happened, Kev? It's I don't hard. know how to fully it, listen. MMA is very hard. I understand that. AJ Agar's arm is somebody who's done a lot of jujitsu. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it, I think. It was not his best moment. So let's talk a little bit about what he did and what we did. Because when I was at my wrestling event, so I was watching NXT, and it's really difficult to enjoy it. When you see like your friend J.J. Wilson, who was just on the grappling hour with me today, he won his fight. And I, I look down and I go, oh, he won. Dope. All right. Let's concentrate on the wrestling. And then I see my phone blow up and I go, why are these guys? Why are so many people are texting me right now? I look down at my phone. And they go, Raph, where are the memes? And I said, I, I don't know, dude. I'm busy right now. And they go, we need memes for this. You're You're needed. And I thought this is like my true Batman moment. This is people being like. Gotham City needs you. Raph, help. And I go, I think there's enough people who meme. I think we're good, right? And they go, somebody messaged me and they said, this is the worst MMA I've ever seen. And I said, ever? And this person fights. And I said, are you sure? And they go, absolutely. So I only got to see a few clips of it. But there was a moment, Kevin, where AJ might have realized he was losing the fight, he had been losing the fight, and then just kind of stuck his chin out like a kid who says he's not going to go to bed. 
So what I need you to know well, is that what's that, Kev? His post-fight message is not helping me all here. It says, unlike most fighters who save their embarrassing, clumsy disasters for the end of their careers. Mm-hmm. I figured I'd just get mine out of the way at the beginning of mine. It's the end part of that sentence that you I, need. To- I, I don't enjoy. First of all, don't take a shot at other people <laughs> to give you yours. But what's he talking about? Like, first of all, we don't expect you to. <laughs> you and I have talked about this. I love it. I love it when fighters or athletes or really anyone is like, I'm the fucking president. <laughs> I should act like I'm the president. It's like, AJ, this was your first MMA fight, buddy. It's going to happen. You're going to lose a few. It's like, to my fans, I'm sorry. (laughs) To everyone, I thought I'd throw my career on an overturn and get my embarrassing (laughs) moments out first. It's like, shut the fuck up. You lost. You got your ass beat. (sighs) Go hang out with Joe Wilk at Combative Sports Center for a few weeks. Get tougher, and you'll be fine. It's like, this is upsetting. Just a picture of him looking godlike in a picture, unlike most fighters who save their embarrassing. It's like, I don't see a picture of you getting clocked in this Instagram (laughs) post. So you didn't really like present your embarrassing moment, but whatever. So here's the photo that you should see. And I really want to make sure that you emphasize the always innovating part of that uh, apology, non-apology. But... Understand this is what he did. So look at that photo that I sent on your Facebook. And tell me what your first thought is when you see it. It looks like a comic from someone being like, I am an MMA fighter. And someone being like, yeah, okay. But are you? So <laughs> that, looks, that looks aggressive. I love this I meme. went to a bar afterwards and I caught the end of the Bellator fights. And when I had the moment to actually look at part of the highlights in the clips, I actually saw him sticking his chin out. And it was just – it was embarrassing in many of the ways. So he's not wrong about that part. But I need you to tell me how right we are for this meme that we put out there, which I think seemed to do pretty okay for us. <laughs> we were just watching Jurassic Park also, <laughs> by the way. Good. I enjoy your – after a little Jurassic Park play on things meme. If you want to find it, head on over to Verbal Tap Cast at any of the social medias. Verbal Tap Cast. Five stars on iTunes. Find us on the social interwebs and you'll see this beauty. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, it did well for us. It's basically uh, showing him thinking he's a toddler, thinking he's a dinosaur roaring. But instead, the reality is he's just a dude making weird scrunch face. That's what we should talk about on that fight. Let's move on to other fights. Kev, Scott Coker said at the end of, of a very quick fight for Ryan Bader dismantling Fedor, you know, he's at the end of the contract. He doesn't need to fight anymore. I would agree. Do you know how Fedor lost? <laughs> I don't. I, As you say it, it's like, well, no. The KGB. Hit him with a little <laughs> trank prior to him going in? Maybe, but Fedor seemed... I I don't know if the word is lost, but he definitely was not looking at the punch that Ryan Bader was throwing. And it kind of seemed like he was staring off into the distance. And you kind of worry about fighters who aren't necessarily watching the fight, and you go, maybe you should do that. 
I'm a little concerned because Ryan Bader essentially knocked him down, and it's not to take away from his power, but he knocked him down and out with essentially a jab. I am now sending this to you on your Facebook. The clip is very quick. It will answer more about why Fedor should retire than unfortunately why I think Ryan Bader should get uh, props, even though he says he's made a lot of stand-up improvements since he last fought Daniel Cormier. But I'll tell you my problem with that. What's that? He beat people on the way in. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's hard to be like, yeah, he should retire, but the old men he beat should keep fighting. I mean, he, he kind of <laughs> like the whole. You have to retire the whole crew, I think. So, oh, I got it's it. strange in the sense. Uh, that... <laughs> <laughs> was that the whole fight? It was like a half it's, a second. Yeah, though it, it was done in about forty seconds, dude. And that's basically how all of the heavyweight fights have gone. So can I give you the hot take? Please. Bellator Grand Prix, not worth it. Oh, really? No, I didn't. This is only more evidence for me to say a lot of the fights went like this, where it was just really odd and they were over very quickly, but in ways that you said, this wasn't a fight. It was just some sort of weird one-punching goonery that we, we did. Because it's, it's just weird how many of them were. Do you remember who was even in this tournament anymore? Because it's been a year. Rampage. Mm-hmm. I know Rampage. Chael Sonnen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Evans. That one might have been... <laughs> I don't know that he was. I agree with you. And you and I talked about this when it happened. Because there was a certain point where we were like, at this pace, it's going to be a year from now before they end this fucking fight. And I think we were proved right. It's been like a year. It was, Kev, I, I cannot tell you this enough where I just said, let's look at this bracket again. We had Chael and Fedor in the semis. We had Fedor beating up Frank Mir, who also had a Frank, real sloppy. Frank Mir. That's, yes. oh my God. Sorry. Yeah, Frank Mir was in it. Yeah. Then you also have Rampage and Chael, which mm. was super weird. You had Roy Nelson versus Matt Mitrioni, and Mitrioni advances. Then you've got Ryan Bader and King Mo. Bader beats up Mitrioni. It's just, it was strange. And then by the time we get to the end of it, it's Fedor and Ryan Bader. I had felt in my bones that Ryan Bader was going to beat him. And I just thought, I don't need to see this. I think it's going to end up really terrible where it's going to make Fedor look like, oh, no. And people were asking, somebody said, well, what was wrong with it? Because I put on the caption, I said, I don't like it. And we had a fan who said, uh, what was it? What's not to like? Fedora's too old now. Ten years ago, this fight would have been different. What's not to like? I'm a human with a heart. That's too much for it to bear. Putting a lot of pressure on that heart to look at that and go, I didn't even really want to see you fight anymore. And now it's just, so that was terrible. So that happened. Co-main event, not much better. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and send, uh, I think I have footage of that. They might've taken it down as what they might've done, but, uh, 
Aaron Pico, a very big prospect. Boom, dead. What? Yeah, so there was, I wouldn't say a miscalculation, but Pico rocked his opponent. Oh, Henry Corrales. Correct. And when he did, it looked like he had an opportunity to finish him. Maybe he felt like he should give him some respect or he doesn't want to, you know, overburden himself. But uh, letting him back in was a bad choice because that dude had hands and he slept Pico in a way where I don't think Pico was available to do the hand raise. Um, It was rough. And Pico, I think, later made an appearance at the post presser. I think he was in spirits, but. Uh, that was tough to watch as well. Yeah, I'm seeing Mike. Well, I've, there's a Ryan Bador versus Fedor was the main card. Hager defeats Kaiser. Henry Corrales defeats Aaron Pico. Justin Archuleta defeats Ricky Bendejas. And Abdel Athmina defeats Brandon McCahan. This is a good time. What else yeah. you got? What else I got? Let me uh, close amends on this and just in case I forgot anything. Um, overall, here's what I like about Bellator 214. Um, my good friend Thor won, so that was dope to see. Thor Skanky. Uh, Thor Skanky. Uh, he won. Him and uh, the gentleman known as Jack Swagger, who is from professional wrestling and a D1 wrestler. Uh, he won by and an arm triangle, Kev. That's insane. And Thor won. Podcast. Actually, I'm sorry. Thor won by uh, a north-south choke, essentially. Well, shame for him. The mm. triangle one is the podcast choke. Joke yeah, podcast. I know. Who gives a shit yeah. about north-south? Like, call the GPS. <laughs> Maybe our sponsor. I don't know. <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. So that's what happened on that side. Let's go through a few more headlines because I know, Kev, you've been waiting to hear uh, why Daniel Cormier fought at UFC 230 back in November for some strange reason when he was looked like he was ducking uh, Steve Miocic for a rematch. Do you know why? Why he fought at 230? Mm-hmm. No, I don't at all. Because reportedly he got $4 million. Damn. To That's fight good. the beast. I first of all, four million dollars. There's there's a small moment where it's like, I want you to casually you fan casually driving in your car right now. Who would you do for four million dollars? <laughs> Who would you fight? Yeah, me too. Anyone. Anyone for four million dollars. Like, are you joking? Um, with Daniel Cormier here, and I also feel like Cormier has that instinct where he's just like, how many houses can I buy for this fight? Done. He's good for him. I want to circle back here for a second because maybe this is where they lost the argument for Khabib on a larger sense for the athletic commission. Because when he was asked why he did it, like why he went to go attack Dylan Dennis, he says, no, I didn't hear him. You know, I jump on him because other corner is too old because Connor's other corner coaches are too old. And that's why I jumped on him because he's almost aged like me. If I jumped on Kavanaugh, I don't think it's too because Kavanaugh cannot fight me. That's why I jumped on him. 
but when I fight, I didn't hear him. It was too loud, but I don't like his whole team. I have choice what I'm going to do, but all other coaches were too old for me. They cannot fight me, you know. They almost like my father's age. That's why I jump on him. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure if you're the commission and you hear this, you go, yep, $500,000. I was like, argue with that. I jump on him. <laughs> just, just a lot of magic to be telling you. Kevin, why did we fight? Well, you jump on me. It was either fight you, Raph, or fight Melton. So uh, I took the money fight. That's with this guy. <laughs> so anyway, Kev, that's what I got for you on that side. Let's move to some other headlines that I'm sure you want to know about. <coughs> We're still back at John Jones testing for the same steroid metabolite, metabolite. And don't worry, it's fine because he's just the exception and no big deal. I feel, and I know that this is maybe not apropos for the listener, Raf. Yeah. But similar to the Mueller investigation. I have these moments sure. where it's like, God, it just seems like every shred of evidence is pointing towards what seems the most obvious. And then John Jones is like, I got my fight license. What are you talking about? And I get so confused. Yeah. Is well, he, here's the good is news. Is he failing the test or is he not Nevada USADA? Here's the good news. He definitely got commissioned for a one-fight license for, I believe, his upcoming bout in March. So don't worry. Nevada, even with that whole move it on over to California thing, we're not going to give you a a whole recommendation letter to go fight in Vegas. Uh, We can't quit you, Johnny. So there's that, Kev. Joe Rogan, uh, I think, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but he briefly talked about the element of retiring with the UFC. He's going to stay with it, so I'm very happy about that. People seem to really enjoy us as Mario Lopez and Mark Paul Glossler. And our friend Blanca at one point said, you wish there's only one Mario Lopez. And I was like, um, okay. No. No, I don't I don't wish that bad to be Mario Lopez. Very glad he's a fan of the sport, but it's not like I'm crying here thinking like, oh, he's my Clooney. <laughs> That's Michael Pena and everyone knows it. Everybody, don't get this yo, shit twisted. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to speak. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this right now. <laughs> he's I could Michael, Michael Clooney is super not. <laughs> it's just think about it. Give me a little bit more credit. Jesus. Okay. Um. Derek Carr says he wants to challenge people to fights, and he's on, you know, his thing. It's what happens. What would you expect from a guy like a team like that, Kev? On <clears throat> John Gruden's The Raiders? There we go. This is um, the type of bullshit they would pull. <laughs> They've seen – look, it's not like they're going to be competing for the division anytime in the near future, so you might as well be fighting people. That, that would might bring more people to the team. Bad news, kids. Turns out when you don't pay people and you're a promoter, they can maybe deport you. Oh, is this bare knuckle? Yeah. So they're still scheduling fights. They have an upcoming fight in February. How are they doing that while they're not paying people? I don't know. But our joke was they can deport you, said Holic, probably. I I actually, our joke, your joke, (laughs) because I saw it and laughed. And I couldn't tell that story if it was also my joke because I just sound like a pedantic ass. 
<laughs> nope. I, I saw you post that. I really chuckled. It was like, they could support you for that? Probably, Alex. Here's a good like, news story, what? guys. We shit on Ben Askren a lot on this show, and it's because Kevin and I are just not interested. Not to say he's not talented, not to say he's not great at wrestling, but as an MMA fighter, we can do better. Anyway, he went out and he was asking random people if they hate Colby Covington. And you know what? That's probably the best thing he's done in ages. Ages. Because he realized one true thing, which is, you know, Ben Askren, we do respect you, but we really don't like Colby Covington. So, sure. There's one interesting thing that I want to bring to your attention. Do you recall when Chael Sonnen was fighting John Jones and drank from a Coke can? No. I definitely remember when he was fighting John Jones. I don't remember Great. the Coke part. At the weigh-in, he was drinking a can of Coke. As to give us a hint ages ago that John Jones might like uh, the cocaine. So right now, uh, the mystic one himself says that John Jones assisting USADA isn't true. Only use loophole to shorten suspension. That's an interesting theory. It, it is. It's more confusing than it is helpful, though. It's confusing in the sense that we don't know what the fuck really still happened. We have all of everybody is still insisting that he's innocent, which he could be. Um, but, you know, I like it when we're at the pulsing part where everybody it doesn't matter what they say. They're just like, nah, it's pulsing. Nah, it's pulsing. You're pulsing right now. And there at least seems to be a hint of no one really knows. No, nope, no. Nope, nope. The, Definitively, the or no one wants to say because it's not like the UFC is going to be like, "Hey, our best athletes doing drugs." I know we said he wasn't; he is. They're not going to be at all helpful. But damn it, this one, this doesn't matter. Let's yeah. So is Steven Seagal going to keep getting more creepy? Only time <laughs> will tell. There's something that I really wanted to bring your attention, Kevin, from the weekend. There was a lot of good stuff. Brock Lesnar uh, beat his opponent. From a Kimura from guard. Which, when I looked at it, I just go, but you're almost at the ropes. And also, you should just break his guard because he's not going to triangle you. Eh. Who am I talking to? Shane McMahon, who has gotten private lessons with John Danaher, ended up kind of putting at one point a transitionary move, which was just a triangle choke. And I said, yo... That triangle's pretty good to the point where John Danaher will actually probably take credit. Oh, and he has? There we go. Because he's done that triangle in the past, and John Danaher has said nothing. But the one from the weekend, he was like, oh, that that one was actually not bad. I'm going to spend 400 words explaining why Shane McMahon is a perfect example of the triangle strangle. But, Kev, the reason why I bring this up is I broke my own rule this weekend. You finally realized wrestling was theatrical non-existence and found a new hobby? First of all, never. rule? No. (laughs) Kev, I feel like as somebody who has seen the power of WWE BJJ firsthand, you cannot profess the unrealness of it. (laughs) That's... I can certainly offer the conjecture that people find it very real. That's for sure. Well, 
the moves are very, very real because they do come from catch. So every time we sit there and people go, does that move work? And I go, if I pull back on your neck, it's going to hurt. And they go, fair point. (laughs) So, Kev, you know how there was that meme that got made with that idiot Steven Crowder who does the prove me wrong meme that everybody's jumped on, which is argumentatively stupid, by the way. Uh, to say like, hey, prove me wrong. No, proof of burden's on you because you're boring and can't actually argue. So, yay. Anyway. Proof of burden's a technical term. People are going to be like, yes. what's that, proof? <laughs> what's, uh, what do you mean? I know like, I like there that There used guy. to be a thing where you had to double check your sources. We'll, we'll get. But, Kev, I want you to look at this photo and maybe describe to the fans what you're seeing. Okay? Okay. What are you seeing in this photo I just sent to your Facebook I am seeing a middle-aged man, maybe on the later side, deep in what appears to be visible depression, (laughs) slowly latching on to a small dream that appears to be a pro wrestling belt. Okay, first of all, (laughs) we have words now in a way that, you know, I've been so happy and complimentary of Kevin's recuperation. That I've never really once, in threatening him, not been even-handed to being like, well, I'm going to kill you. But maybe you might kill me. (laughs) Now, I'm 100% going back to heel status that you are training because I got you to there. Yeah, Kevin, I'm going to murk you when we roll. And I hope that you die. And more importantly, what Kevin is alluding to is I put up a photo of myself wearing a championship belt. I came up with that bit that said – if you hold on to a championship belt when you go to a professional wrestling event, you should have to defend that because somebody made that with one of those dumb Crowder means. And that is one of my jokes. It's one that I wrote years ago. I'm talking like a decade ago. And I've said it on this podcast. And how do I know that you guys identify it with me so much? You sent that meme to me. Now, some of you are really, really savvy and know you're telling me like, Raph, I know that's your joke. Like I've seen it before. I didn't make that meme. I don't know who made it, but I know people listen to the show and I know we have a lot of people who make memes who listen to the show, but they didn't put a watermark on it, which leads me to kind of say, well, that's weird. <clears throat> but nonetheless, people love the meme and I'm very happy to see people like the bit. But it is weird when a lot of randos or people who are civilians send that meme to me like, what do you think of this? And I go, it's great. It's my fucking joke, asshole. So I wouldn't be so freaked out about it if somebody didn't use that same Crowder meme to take my version of saying Joe Rogan is essentially male Oprah and do the exact same thing. And I say, listen, guys, this is a lot. First of all, I hate Crowder. Second of all, you're sending me these memes that are essentially my jokes. So I decided to strike back. Kevin. You have been saying that joke for years. It's my joke. And I, I'm just saying I don't even understand anything about wrestling. I don't care. You've been saying that joke for several years. That's fine. And that's that's thank you, Kevin. You're, hey, you're welcome. It makes up for a little bit of you saying the middle some age middle age. <laughs> it was the middle age people. I'm not, not sure people caught on because I. You because now I'm just hearing <laughs> Kevin say things about himself and putting my name on it. And that's fine. Basically. I'll live through it. But what happened here was I said, I'm going to reclaim this joke, Kevin. I'm going to break my own rule. I'm going to wear the belt to the show. And I've never done that. And, of course, it's like a 999 
belt. Like it's cheap. It's like hilarious. It, like I bought it for as a gag for a fantasy football league and I just kept winning. And then I was like, I might as well keep it. And then when I decided to use it for the WWE BJJ stuff, it just took off. And now that even though it's a 999 belt, people are like, I want it. I want a shot at it. And I go, okay. So I said, if you find me at the rumble, come after it. Let's see what happens. Just to put it out there, Kev. But the real continuing bit was I wanted to show people how difficult it was to carry the belt everywhere with you. So I committed to holding that thing like when you're in a high school and you have a baby attached to you. So I wore it and I noticed a few things. Number one, you puff your chest out all the time when you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Number two, when you are puffing your chest out, you do find yourself occasionally like – doing your hair like it's a Pantene Proveen commercial because you recognize all the wrestlers that you idolized as a kid all had long hair. I don't, spoiler. But yet I still was tossing my hair around as if like trying to straighten it back out. And I was like, who's doing this? Three, Kev, I want you to explain what's happening in this photo because, um, again, this is how committed I am to the bit and I want to make sure you know that this was not a joke when I did this. What do you see in this photo? I see uh, that same middle-aged man, <laughs> this time <clears throat> looking way more debonair and handsome, Thank holding you. a giant vat of popcorn, but not holding like it's the only priority. There's a mm-hmm. beer in both hands, a large mm-hmm. beer, it would appear, yep. oh, and boy. a giant vat of popcorn along with the championship <laughs> belt. Thank you. I was so committed to do, like going there to truly experience the plight of it. I actually brought from that back to see if I could actually go through it. And it was it was an interesting experiment. So never say, guys, that I'm not committed. And I, I argue this, Kev. I took back that joke. You definitely did. And Thank you. what appears to be about 4,000 calories worth of popcorn. <laughs> I, listen, I'm going to tell you right now that salt, that popcorn was super salty. It looks amazing. I'm not hungry, was, but this popcorn has got me semi hungry. I was like, I was expecting to have some like nice, light buttered, almost kind of popcorn that you get at the movie theater. This was like more cardiac arrest than even movie theater popcorn. I had one bite of the salt, and I think I had my entire salt intake for the entire year. Mm hmm. And the worst part is because I'm so cost efficient, I'm like, I don't want to get rid of it. So I got to keep eating it. So, yeah, no, Raph's super fat right now. And uh, thank you, Kevin. I appreciate your your support. You're welcome. Uh, what else? Any other? <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm not really sure I want to talk with you anymore. I think That's I think we reached a pretty good, uh, pretty good place. I I feel bad about some of the comments previously aired. Hey, that'll do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. <laughs> Uh, it's time for some shout outs. I will start. Raf has been in Arizona and I have been with some friends this weekend. Massive shout out to, uh, Judd and Riyadh who came out. I also got some good training in last week, except if you heard my bitching about Eric Coe already, you can add Badger and Garrett to that list. I just got the Royal shit kicked out of me and not, they weren't even trying very hard, which was, um, semi demoralizing, but the skill at which it was done felt good. Raph, mm. training, uh, it's whew, it's getting, it's fine. I'm just like, it's a slow, I'm on ramping back. And 
12 inches of snow over the past few days. So everything's fine here in Denver. And that'll do it for me, Rapsport. So I visited several gyms while in Arizona. And thank you to everybody who submitted gyms for me to go to. Logistics and schedules kept me from going around to all of them. But I did make it to three, and I will say who they are right now. I made it over to a Gracie Bar in Phoenix, and I got to train with my good friend Austin Baker. And he was so much fun to train with. Kev, trying to sweep him was almost impossible. This dude's legs are just tree trunks. And at one point, he asked me to heel hook him. Like, asked me and said, Raph, go ahead, heel hook me. And I'm trying to do it, and he goes, Raph. My legs are really hard to heel hook. And I'm like, you told me to try and heel hook you. You said it. This is like a shitty quiz where you reveal the answer first. But (laughs) I didn't tell myself like, hey, I'm probably going to have a lot of success with these tree trunk legs. It was, well, fuck. All right, then. So that's number one. Number two, went over to go train with my good friends at Jay Pages this morning before I was able to fly. They have a 6 a.m. class and Jay teaches it himself. Kev, all of these guys were amazing. But Jay was like, yo, we got a shower here so you can head straight to your flight. You come train with us. We'd be honored to have you. Raph will take care of you. Everybody there, so hospitable. And they have like this really cool little small section of the gym that's kind of like where you can hang out and they've got mats. It's kind of like um, they have a whole bunch of seats where you can watch a little bit of TV, little play area for the kids. But this little seated area looks like a round table of 12 people. And I said, you know, guys, that round table kind of freaks me out. It makes me think that you would vote to kill someone. And then they have to go, like, die on the mats. And they were like, yeah, it's essentially what it is. And I was like, oh, okay, cool, good to know. Five last year. So then I, they, like, have this other room, like, right out to the right-hand side. And Jay Page is last year, I remember going for Super Bowl weekend, and they had an amazing open mat. And I didn't get to go this year because of the Rumble, but that new mat looks even better than when I left it the last time. So just in a year's time to see how much growth that they've had is uh, a, a real credit to how great they treat everybody there. He actually, Kev, and I, I have to tell you this part, he actually stopped when I came in late told the class like hey we've got a guest his name is Raph everybody go up and greet him and I go no 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 I'm late and before I know it there's like two lines of people being like hi my name's this hi my name's this and I'm like I'm Raph I'm Raph I'm Raph I'm Raph I'm so sorry I'm terrible with names why did they all have to come greet me like I know you're not trying to make me feel bad but I just feel that was unnecessary to welcome me when I'm late but it's a very nice touch so thank you so that was cool. And all their guys were killers. I love training with them. And I also got some training time over at Fluid uh, MMA Jiu-Jitsu. It was awesome. And I got to train with uh, our BJJ podcast kind of nemesis, but he's really not a nemesis because we don't hate him. Uh, but uh, Tony from Happy Rolling BJJ. And we got to train a little bit, Kev. Hey. So he is uh, really, really – he's a good kid. He's – um, killing it over there. Super great attitude. Maybe talks a little bit too much about Pikachu, but at a certain point I was like, listen, nerd, I don't have any more time for you. Uh, <laughs> not the middle-aged man on the show, Kevin. <laughs> As we covered when I looked at him and I go, kid, why do you like Pikachu so much? And he's like, well, you grew up. You're like, how old are you? And I was like, old enough. And he was like, dude, I'm 36. And he goes, 
Raph Sage will be a part of this podcast the whole time. <laughs> I'm sure it will. And then he goes, he goes, yeah, so you're only like a few years older than me. You grew up like Super Mario Brothers. You like them, right? I was like, yeah, but dude, I don't think I'm Pikachu. I think you think you're Pikachu. Don't you? <clears throat> and he just goes, I won't respond to that question. So that's his deal. I won't respond to it. And I, I don't know, and I don't respond. So anyway, <laughs> let's give some shout-outs. Tenth uh, Planet Van Eyes. I guess we have something going on there. So stay tuned on that. Fuck you, Milton. Then uh, we've also got, what, um, BMAC and the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club. The LA Jiu-Jitsu Club, they are doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday back at 8 a.m. and then Tuesday, Thursdays at 11.30. And that, my friends... Before I close out, two things. Number one, thank you to my good friends, Kyle and James. I have not seen them in over a decade together. And it's nice when you see something when two goofballs have really pulled their lives together. So I'm very happy with what they've been up to. They're both really good dads. Um, Just really, really cool to get to hang out with uh, people that you grew up with. 10 years later. So, um, had a blast. And the second thing is I would like to thank all of you for making this very important issue, which is y'all have been blowing up kid a photography, whether it's our vote on, uh, ADCC style, which got an amazing amount of fucking votes. And it seems just peeking out ahead is actually doing ADCC style than not. Um, but we got a lot of notes, but, that and our good friends Dane and Terry getting their black belts and my sister going to what? photograph that. Yep, our good friends. They both got their black belts and they are two of my favorite people in all of MMA and jiu-jitsu and I could not be more happy for them and I was happy to have my sister go and photograph and if I could have been there, I 100% would have. So I'm sending all of my love from afar but I look forward to training with them. They are the best so i thank them for supporting kid a photography and i thank you guys for continuing to support that as well i think kev that is going to do it for me now that'll do it for us tonight here at verbal tap i am kevin thank you for listening good night and you know whatever i gotta get to bed because i'm like (laughs) it's arizona arizona has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is...